Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Weird AF News, where weirdos come to raise an eyebrow or two or get a few laughs with your host, Comedian Jonesy. A family is suffering after a British mother's death after she gets a freebie Brazilian butt lift and apparently it went wrong. The family of a tragic mother who died after having a Brazilian butt lift in Hungary earlier this year have spoken of their heartache and warned against getting these types of surgeries abroad. Well, uh, this woman's name was Trice Harry. That's a strange name. T-R-Y-C-E. Maybe that's like a common English first name for a woman. Never heard of it. Trice Harry, then, then to make it even more confusing, she has a man's last name, like a, a man's first name is her last name. Tr- you think doing the show's easy, guys? That's my point. Trice Harry's husband said he and, he and their children miss her dreadfully. If you are in England, you must say the word dreadfully at least five times a day. Um, as it's claimed that the surgeon that offered to carry out the butt lift surgery at no cost apparently screwed everything up. Well, if you're doing it for no cost, look it. I'm not, look, I don't want to put down this woman and her family. You know, it's obviously very tough to lose a loved one, especially a mother. But I mean, y- y- you got to raise an eyebrow when a surgeon in Hungary is offering you free surgery. Like, hello, what did you think you were getting into here? I'm not trying to be insensitive here, but use your goddamn brain. You're going to a, a, a totally foreign place, okay, to get a very serious plastic surgery, whatever the hell it is. I think that's in the plastic surgery category. And then you, then it goes wrong. I mean, what do you, some guy in an alley with a, with a, you know, a box cutter is like, come here. <laughs> I'll give you bigger boobs. Come on into the alley. It's free. And then, you know, something happens. Lawyers of the family said they paid... They paid 5,000 pounds for a tummy tuck, breast lift, and liposuction. Oh, I see. So they paid for all of these, and then the doctor then offered, because they bought so many um, body alteration procedures, uh, a complimentary butt lift was offered at no extra cost. (laughs) What kind of world are we living in? Hey, if you get it. A tummy tuck, a breast lift, and a liposuction? Shit, I'll give you a butt lift for free. Just call me. I'm Dr. Change Your Face. Uh, Dr. Miklos Molnar was the name of the doctor who carried out this complimentary butt lift. What, I mean, how weird is your life when you find yourself in, an, in a doctor's office in Hungary getting a complimentary butt lift? I mean, that's just weird. In an emotional statement, the husband, Kirk Harry, said he's now forced to go on without, without her love following Mrs. Harry's tragic death. Yeah, and also, uh, you know, 
who knows how great her butt would have looked after this butt lift, buddy. And now she's and now you can never enjoy it. <laughs> you dummies! <laughs> Stop changing your body in foreign places with sketchy surgeons. What the hell is wrong with you? Mrs. Harry traveled to Hungary to undergo three surgeries, included the bum lift, which involves taking fat from other parts of the body and injecting it into the butt to make it bigger. Is that how it works? This is ridiculous. Who the hell does this shit? If you're that broken, you don't know what to do with your money. I'll give you my address. Come over. Give it to me. (laughs) And by the way, you know, is it so bad that you you got to get a tummy tuck, a facelift, a boob job, and an ass lift. I mean, what can you like something on your body? Does the whole goddamn thing need to be replaced? Man, these people are just awful. I mean, they just—it's so sad. It's just so sad. She hates herself this much. Doesn't even like her body at all. Not not a, not a single part of it. So has has gets all this money together. Takes a big risk by getting surgery in a in a place like Hungary, and then, you know, doesn't live through it. I mean, it's just so sad on so many levels. It makes me sick. Ugh. Poor, I mean, humanity. It's, it's hard to be a human. It's so hard. This makes it even worse. It's bad enough you want to change the way you look. Now the person that's going to change the way you look can accidentally kill you. Great. Good, good times. Apparently she went into cardiac arrest after the operation, and that's how she passed away. In a statement, Mrs. Harry's husband Kirk said she shouldn't died. If I could turn the clock back, I would, and I would advise anyone considering this type of procedure to have it done here in our country where medical practices are expected to be better. He said, whatever the cost, one can't put a price on someone's life. You only get one life. My, my wife was quite simply everything to me. Well, she wasn't enough for you, obviously, because you were, com- you were part of a plan to completely change her body. So obviously you didn't love her for all of her. You probably should have loved her more, uh, Mr. Harry. And she wouldn't have done this. <laughs> to my children and I, she was the most important person in the world, our greatest cheerleader. For me, she was the love of my life, yada, yada, yada. We've been together 27 years. We were looking forward to the rest of our lives together. But now I'm forced to go on without my true love. Uh, well, why don't you go get somebody who uh, has a, a tight, high ass, which is clearly what you want in life, Harry. You, you and your wife you know, risked her life to go get these procedures. I shouldn't put it all on him. Maybe she wanted to do these things for herself as well. But I mean, for crying out loud, if you loved your woman for who she is inside, which is what you should do, then maybe none of this shit would have happened. There's more information about how this operation goes through and the complications that, that can come about when you do things like this to your body. You can imagine. I mean, you're sucking fat from one part and injecting it to the other. I mean, it can be... This is very traumatic to your body. Um, Mrs. Harry's passing was the first of two known Brit deaths abroad following cosmic procedures this year. In August, a mother of three died during a botched Brazilian butt lift in Turkey. Goodness gracious. And it's just sad that everyone wants these everyone wants to change their body like this. It makes it sad. And and it's so expensive and insurance doesn't cover it, so you gotta go to places like uh, you know Argentina or wherever. You know, when I was in Peru I noticed a lot of people were going there to get procedures as well. A lot of breast jobs were happening. A lot of uh there's a lot of dental surgeries going on. 
uh, I noticed, like a lot of storefronts that offer these medical procedures, uh, it's specifically designed to attract uh, people that come from places like the U.S. where you this stuff isn't covered under insurance and the costs are astronomical to get them done. But now when you go down there and take and get these procedures, like in a place like Peru, I mean, imagine the risks that you're taking, you know, it's 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 very tricky situation. So my advice to you guys is just to learn to love yourself and uh, don't go through these surgeries, period, whether they're in the U.S., Turkey, Argentina, the, the moon, you know, forget about it, you know. If you want to if you want to change your body and improve your body in some way, tr- diet and exercise. Anything above this is risky. Well, I got really sensitive there, but you know, sometimes Jonesy's got to go there. So millennials in China are buying things using a lending system that that includes sometimes handing over nude pictures of themselves to secure the loans. Oh, this is crazy! I found this. I found this story on Vice. It's very scandalous. Uh, so in China, there's uh, microloan systems, and they've revolutionized that the way that people shop. So a microloan is like you sign up for a month-to-month plan to buy something like a, you know an iPhone, and then you pay $10 a month. It's like a loan situation, but very small amounts. Uh, $5 a month for <laughs> you know 20 years to pay off your iPhone, but whatever. Uh, Chinese millennials are diving in headfirst. According to the latest research from Financial Technology... Uh, Ant Financial, 45 million of the 170 million people born after 1990 in China have an Ant Check Later micro loan account. And they're not just using them to buy big ticket items like TVs and cars. They're also letting people pay for small daily purchases like burgers or biscuits or cookies on a long term monthly installment basis. This is a country where the cost of living is high and the chances of getting a credit card are apparently relatively low. This is a new form of e-commerce and it's opened up the world of possibilities for a whole lot of Chinese millennials because it's 2018. Because it's 2018 though, there's also a dark side to this microloan system. Sure, you can get a box of Oreos and pay it back in monthly installments of 41 cents over three years. Wow, imagine loans like that. I want a box of Oreos. We could pay 41 cents a month for three years for this box of Oreos. It's like signing over your future. I guess we all do that in a way with credit cards anyways, right? Student loans. Uh, And you may want to go jet ski shopping and you don't have the money. But first, you might have to send some nudes. This is where it gets scandalous. Nude pictures. A number of dodgy lenders have realized that young Chinese shoppers are desperate for loans and they're demanding that customers hand over naked selfies as collateral. And if the repayments aren't made on time, the money lenders threaten to leak the selfies to the individual's family and friends. That's nuts, man. Imagine that shit. Many also charge interest on the original loan, thus burying their victims further into debt, forcing them to send more pictures, more nudes, and even naked videos. These kinds of transactions are known in China as naked loan services. My goodness, they have a whole name for it. This must be, this is like common. Unbelievable. In 2016, a total of 10 gigabits, gigabytes of nudes from 161 young women, all of whom were holding their photo IDs, were leaked online by these micro lenders. Most of the victims were aged between 19 and 23 and typically borrowed sums of money between $1,000 and $2,000. 
Others were reportedly even given the option to do sex work in order to pay off their loans. Oh, man. So rampant is the problem of naked loan services in China that last year the country's financial regulators vowed to crack down on unlicensed microlenders. A multi-ministry task force said that amid the rapid development of cash loans, while they have played a role in meeting the normal credit needs of some groups, problems such as overlending, repeat borrowing, improper collection, abnormally high interest rates, and privacy violations have become prominent. Yeah, and what about the naked photos? Since then, new rules have been introduced forbidding unlicensed organizations from conducting a lending business. Uh, Nonetheless, local media reports suggest that the problem is still rife on social media. Yeah. This is crazy, man. Imagine, imagine you, 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 know, you want a new couch, and they're like, hey, just send over some selfies or a video of you uh, playing with yourself, and next thing you know, you don't pay that couch, and your relatives get a, an email? Like, what? This shit is just leaked online? This is crazy. I, I miss the old days where if you didn't pay, they just broke your leg. <laughs> this is worse. Man. Oh. Well, PETA is at it again, making me angry. Playing playing the word game. PETA says phrases like bring home the bacon are comparable to racism and homophobia. Meat-based idioms, these are called. Meat-based idioms such as flogging a dead horse or taking the bull by the horns, can be compared with homophobic and racist language, according to PETA. (laughs) Why am I doing these PETA stories? Why do I even give them my energy? I just think it's so ridiculous. Just as it became unacceptable to use racist, homophobic um, language, phrases that trivialize cruelty to animals will vanish as more people begin to appreciate animals for who they are and start bringing home the bagels instead of bringing home the bacon, said PETA on Twitter. Oh, really? The group took to Twitter Tuesday, offering a graphic showing... It's a graphic photo uh, showing some possible alternatives to meat-related expressions. Instead of kill two birds with one stone, guys, you should say feed two birds with one scone. (laughs) I'm PETA. I'm so clever. I'm also 14 years old. And instead of being the guinea pig, say, be the test tube. Yeah, because saying the guinea pig uh, over, over and over again, just I mean, it just makes us... It, first of all, it ruins the self-esteem of the guinea pig who has to listen to it, right? And as we, as we all know, guinea pigs understand English. So Peter says, just as it became unacceptable to use racist, homophobic, or ableist language, phrases that trivialize cruelty to animals will vanish as more people begin to appreciate animals for who they are. I already said that. Okay. Yeah, I love how you compare this to homophobic uh, and racist language. I mean, not even close. Not even close. Listen, I understand you want to prevent the cruelty of animals, but the cruelty of human beings is not on the same par as the cruelty of of animals. I'm sorry. It's just not. Okay? (laughs) It's not even close. Dehumanization is like the ultimate... One of the ultimate sins. (laughs) It's like... And... So yeah, homophobic language, racist language. It's it's been a goal of of our culture lately to remove these. It's not the same <laughs> as saying uh, "bring home the bacon," okay? Saying that 
saying women shouldn't be paid equal salary as men because they're inferior is not anywhere close to saying bring home the bacon. Not even close. <laughs> but words matter. Yeah, they do matter. But like, you need to have a perspective, PETA, okay? Words matter, and as our understanding of social justice evolves, our language evolves along with it, it added. Yeah, but do we need social justice for pigs? Uh, Social justice, last I checked, was uh, referred to humanity, culture, social, you know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you guys can convince me otherwise. But to me, this just seems like the most ridiculous shit I've heard in so long. Oh, look at that. My rice is done. The comparison with racism and homophobia was met with anger on Twitter, with some arguing that PETA was trivializing race and gender issues. Oh, so that's also the thing that was going on. I don't even think about that. By PETA comparing homophobia, you know, and racism to the uh, saying, you know, these meat-based idioms, trivializes homophobia (laughs) and racism and gender inequalities. (laughs) Absolutely. It's a strong enough statement to say, don't be cruel to animals, PETA. I'm not saying people are more important than animals, but you appear to be saying that some people are the same as animals, and that's what racists, homophobes, and ableists say. And that's what the Twitter, that's what someone wrote on Twitter. Um, It's not... It's a strong enough statement to say, don't be cruel to animals. I'm not saying people are more important than animals, PETA, but you appear to be saying, hey... Let me interrupt you. I'm going to tell you, people are more important than animals. Sorry. Don't want to hear that? You make an argument that they're not. Go ahead. And I understand people are what's ruining this planet. And a lot of us need to go away. We've overpopulated the planet with peoples. But to say that animals are more important? I mean, get out of here. All right? Animals aren't going to save this planet. People are going to save this planet if we ever get our goddamn act together. Sorry that I said goddamn. I know some of you hate that. Yeah. The, the fate of this planet lies in our hands, okay? Not in the hands of guinea pigs and uh, lemur, lemurs. Is that an animal? Okay. Hey, Peter, as someone who has had homophobic slurs shouted at him and seen individuals physically threatened and beaten while anti-LGBTQ epithets were hurled, your stupidity is not even laughable. It is offensive to equate common animal idioms to racism and homophobia. Said, said someone on Twitter. I agree completely. Others said that the animal rights organization was giving vegetarians and vegans a bad name. Do you ever wonder if PETA is a false flag set up by big meat to make everyone hate vegans? Someone wrote. Hey, that's a good point. Because PETA does make you, can make you hate vegans. And I don't hate vegans. I don't. I hate PETA for sure. I feel like PETA's actual mission is to ensure that vegetarians and vegans are never taken seriously. I mean, they go on to compare this language to sexist, racist, homophobic slurs. Are you kidding me? Someone else wrote that, and I agree with that. Unbelievable. Well, what are you going to do? The legal system is already getting grips, getting to grips with this subject. It was announced this week that a British employment tribunal was decided... Whether ethical veganism is a philosophical belief that should be afforded the same protections as religion. No, no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Um, it is a philosophical belief, veganism. So what they're saying here is the legal system in England, this is in England, is trying to see if a veganism should also 
be accorded the same protection as religions do in philosoph- as a philo- philosophical belief. In my opinion, neither veganism nor religion should be <laughs> should be afforded the same protections. So what are you saying? V- uh, people who practice veganism are not going to have to pay their taxes? Is that what you're, is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> you need to stop right now. Religions and organized religion needs to pay their taxes too and get on with it, okay? This is ridiculous. This sort of protection that we're giving organized religions is out of control. That needs to go away. It's 2018, okay? <laughs> not 1218, all right? The importance of organized religion now is like... I, no, I get it. It's important to, to some... Worldwide, it's not crazy like you think it might be. Look at the stats. Regardless, okay, you, you shouldn't be not you shouldn't be not allowed to pay taxes. <laughs> I mean, are you out of your mind? Okay, we are so. I mean, we're we're moving to a secular time here. Now I'm, I'm ranting about religion, so I should stop because I know people can't stand that shit. We'll save that for a different one. I'm sorry, guys. All right, I apologize. Hey, man, look at I'm just, I'm a scarred individual because I was raised Catholic. You can't blame me. <laughs> hey, so by the way, I forgot to say in that last segment about PETA, um, if you guys disagree or agree, call into Weird AF News. I'd love to get some discussion going over this. Um, I know, I, I have a feeling I know where most of you stand on <laughs> when it comes to PETA. Uh, but the number is 646-450-2012, or you can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Uh, I got. I did get some fun emails. Uh, by the way, apparently the the in a call in too. My buddy Jay in Sacramento about the um, about the weed in the butt. A lot of people were weighing in on the weed in the butt, and a bunch of people sent me some links to information about how to put weed in your butt. And then someone wrote me and said, uh, <laughs> and said they actually blew bong smoke up someone's butt and they got high that way you could blow the smoke up your butt too somehow i don't know how <laughs> like i'm like i didn't believe it but then i i haven't quite dove into it that deep to find out if that's true but I, that's something maybe you guys know this i don't know can you take a bong rip and blow it up someone's butt and they get high i mean this is what someone's telling me uh the other ways that i read about were uh like tea enemas and uh weed suppositories so are there there are ways to do it i'm not going to recommend it Although I might try it myself someday. <laughs> also got uh, some lovely emails about the uh, Oreo races, the uh, the Oreo in the butt. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a lot of butt stuff going on. I apologize. Jeez, I'm trying to keep it highbrow around here at Weird AF News, but you never know. You know, sometimes the stories roll in and they're all about butts. And that was the case yesterday. So I did the story about the uh, football players that ran across the field with Oreos in their butts. Uh, Teresa wrote me, you ever watch Blue Mountain State? Football players do Oreo races. They put an Oreo in their butt cheeks and race across the field. The winner of the race with the Oreo still in their butt cheeks is the only one that doesn't have to eat his Oreo. All the losers have to eat butt crack Oreos, LOL. <laughs> I love how you, she called them butt crack Oreos. <laughs> I like, you like Oreos? I do, a specific kind of Oreo. Ooh, a specific flavor like mint, pumpkin? No, butt crack. Uh, also, I got an email from Prathana, who uh, was responding to that story that I did a few days ago about the baby dropping in India. And Prathana says that I am from India too, but I have heard that I have heard this baby dropping thing for the first time. Yeah, there had been really insane practices apparently in India, but it is all very different now. India has become very modern. Uh, these blind practices are nearly gone. You might find some of them that still exist in the backward backwood area. 
There had been practices in the past like dude piti. If I translate it, it purely means girl drinking milk. In this ritual, a baby girl is drowned in hot boiling milk in a barrel and left to die. They used to do this because they didn't want to give any dowry, uh, meaning money given by the parents of the daughter on the marriage to the boy and his family. Uh, it also goes vice versa, but this this is all long gone now. Um, that's pretty crazy. Wow. Wow. Um, Boiling a baby in milk to kill it. Oh, man, this is... Uh, I was going to say to myself, I should look into this. No, I shouldn't. It's going to make me depressed. Thank you for writing <laughs> Thank you for writing in and educating me, by the way. I'd like to learn new weird things. That's very weird. I like to learn that. It made me depressed, but, you know, this is... Nothing's free. <laughs> uh, Tracy Rowe sent me an email saying, Hi, thanks for the podcast. Really funny and educational at times. Keep up the good work. From Tracy. Yes, educational. Like, I just educated you just there. An old Indian practice. But the baby dropping's still going on in India, man. They're dropping babies off roofs. I don't know. There's got to be an end to this. This is crazy stuff. Unbelievable to me. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, any, any other emails I need to get to? No, I think we're good. Uh, if you guys want to send me a little Instagram DM or Twitter or anything like that, I love hearing from people on there as well. It's at Funny Jones and, uh, for Instagram and Twitter and Comedian Jonesy on Facebook. Please go to the Patreon, my Patreon page, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash weirdafnews, and you can support Weird AF News and support what Jonesy does here by buying me a cup of coffee a month, a small price to pay. You even get my, you get bonus episodes if you join the Patreon. You even get a free Jonesy comedy album download. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely? Yeah, you like that. I knew you would. I knew you would. I knew you want Jonesy's album, don't you? Yes, you do. You want Jonesy's album, don't you? Yeah, you do, you little cutie weirdo. What's up, man? It's the Wicked Weirdo, James Sacramento. And I'm calling about weed in your butt. So, weed in the butt. I would have to hope that the weed in the butt that they're talking about is a depository that they made, just like Josie was, you know, maybe, you know, uh, guessing about, and um, depository that, you know, is pre-made by them. So, you know, because putting a, uh, a nugget of butt up your butt, that's kind of be uncomfortable. Um, I don't know. I guess you could always make some, you know, weed butter like they make for food, and just put it in a syringe and squirt it up your ass, I mean your butt. Um, now... As for working, how well it works, oh, let me hit my joint. Now, as well as how well it will it work, I don't know. Uh, it could work quite well, I would imagine, because, like they say, it is scientifically proven that you absorb more through your anus than you do your stomach. They, they say the same thing about water. Like, if you're really, really dehydrated and you can give yourself an enema of some nasty water, Instead of not drinking the water, instead of drinking nasty water and potentially puking it, not water that'll that'll make you sick, just water that's like, you know, disgusting, that you don't want to drink, but it's okay to drink, um, you can give yourself an enema, and it'll absorb your system quite quickly, so I do know that it is true, and uh, yeah, I'm down, I'll buy a weed popcorn, maybe, we've been smoking weed all my life, for as long as I can remember, every single day. My tolerance is just so 
horrendously high that it sucks. I wish I could quit for a couple of days just so that I can get blasted, you know, after after quitting for a little bit, but uh can't do it. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, totally down. If anybody knows where they can get these spot stories, let me know. I would love to know, and I will definitely be a guinea pig if it isn't out there. Make sure you get so. Yeah, this is Quick Weirdo Jake Sacramento. Hope you week.